Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. How are you growing this week? Okay, I am actually growing in a way that I'm really proud of. So I feel like earlier this summer, I was talking about how everything was really busy, and I just wanted more time to do nothing and like have less commitments and all that stuff. And so this past weekend, although it was busy, we moved. And so there was like a lot of stuff going on, but we were actually supposed to go out of town this weekend or this past weekend. And although I am bummed a little bit that we like didn't get to go, we were supposed to go to bend, um, which is like three hours South of us when it got to like the middle of last week and we were like, okay, we're going to like move on Friday and whatever. I was like, I just, I don't think I can spend six hours in the car this weekend. Like, yeah, I'm really tired. We had a wedding last weekend. So we were gone and like, everything's just really busy. Like I only have a couple more weeks of summer. And so we decided not to go. And I just felt like such relief. I'm so (laughs) proud of you for identifying (laughs) that it would be better for you not to go. Yeah. It's like, it's the, the like momentary pang of like, man, that probably would have been fun. Like I'm bummed. We'll have to reschedule and go some other time or whatever is yeah. Like the relief of not having a busy weekend where we're like traveling and like doing activities and like all this stuff, like far outweighed all that. So I was proud of myself. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. What about you? How have you been growing recently? Honestly, I haven't really been, but I feel like it's not the, when we, when we say this, when we're not growing, I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's that I'm just a little stagnant, but I feel like this time it's not that I'm stagnant. It's that I was trying to do some things and like had setbacks, you know? So it was like, Mm -hmm. I was putting in the effort, but it wasn't working out. So I just like, let it, let it go. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to fight this. Yeah. Which I think is good. Like I had a couple of projects that we got stalled on actually maybe like three or four different projects that were like a little bit stalled on, Mm -hmm. which I'm, you know, it'll resolve itself. It's not a big deal. And I had my gestational diabetes test, which Anna has babied me through because I was (laughs) really, really anxious about it. And like, Just because of communication issues and, like, timing on results and stuff, it ended up being, like, a little bit of an extended process. Mm -hmm. And when I was in that state, I was, like, not capable of growing because I was just anxious about having gestational diabetes. So, 100%. Passed my test, so we're good. Yay! (laughs) That's really exciting because that would have been a bummer. It would have, yeah. And... Um, yeah, I'm just glad that it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, it's a great great part of this pregnancy that you can move fast. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because I do feel like there's certain things like that where when it's all you can think about, there's just no room for growth in those Mm-mm. types of situations. You know? Yeah. As much as I would have tried, it just wouldn't have worked. So yeah, like I just am in my feelings right now, and I'm gonna be here until this part's over. Yep. Luckily, I had an end date, so here we are. Love it. All right. It's the day. Today's the day. We're finally talking about faith and spirituality. 
We are. And I don't know. How are you feeling? I'm feeling a little nervous. I don't feel nervous, but I just feel like I have so many thoughts and I know that I will not share them succinctly. So we'll we'll see how (laughs) I feel about that afterwards. And I did want to say up front that seriously, no shade to anybody who doesn't agree with the things specifically I say, because I know that I'm probably going (laughs) to cross some people and, you know, my beliefs are a little different, but we respect your beliefs. We just might not share them. So hopefully you will grant us the same courtesy. Very well said. Okay. What were your experiences with spirituality and religion growing up? My family was very involved in the church growing up. Like, I don't really remember a time in my childhood when I didn't go to church. Mm -hmm. Um, We went to a church in our town called Trinity UCC. Mm -hmm. And honestly, let me just pause for a second because I don't even know what that stands for. Oh, interesting. (laughs) That is fascinating. (laughs) I, I actually did know somewhere back in my head what it stands for. So it stands for Trinity Reformed United Church of Christ. Okay. But I don't actually know if that was like a specific version of Christianity. You know, like there's Methodists and Baptists and... I think that like the Church of Christ, I think that's a specific denomination, but I'm not sure. I'm sure my mom will be able to tell me after she listens to this episode. Mm -hmm. So we went there when I was little and then my parents wanted to change churches And so I remember us going to like some different churches um, that either some like family friends went to or some of my friends went to and we like kind of shopped around a little bit. And then we landed at a church called Trinity Baptist and I loved going to church Um, when I was little. I had so many friends that went there. I think that's maybe a benefit of living in like a smaller town Mm -hmm. is there's not like a ton of options, I guess. So I had like my core friend group like went to that church. Mm -hmm. So I, that was definitely a big bonus for me. Um, But yeah, we went to church pretty much every Sunday. We went to Sunday school. I went to youth group. All of our stuff was on Sunday. So I know a lot of churches like Wednesdays is Mm -hmm. A day, and maybe our church did do Wednesday stuff. I don't know. I don't remember, but um, went to Bible camp in the summer. Yeah, so I mean, pretty pretty involved. I got baptized when I was maybe seven ish. Yeah, maybe nine. I remember very vividly, like being in the pastor's office and like talking to him about like why I wanted to be baptized and that type of thing. Okay. Yeah, and I remember crying. And oh. whispering to my mom that if God wanted me to die for the people or whatever, <laughs> then I would do that. Oh, interesting. I know. I felt really, really touched. Yeah. I guess, wow. In that moment. <laughs> That's special. <laughs> um, what about you? I went to church growing up, but not like that. I had okay. a lot of extended family who was very religious. So, like, I remember going with all of my, like, grandmothers and, Mm-hmm. I have a lot of like grandmother figures in my life and luckily a lot of them went to the same church. So there were like two churches in town that I would kind of go to sometimes, but I was mm-hmm. never like a regular Sunday church goer. Okay. My mom, I think would consider herself Christian. She definitely has like more Christian beliefs at least and, okay. but doesn't go to church. And my dad is not religious, but he is a big 
Joseph Campbell fan. He's pretty, especially in his youth, I think was like more spiritual. So, okay. Um, but he never really talked about that a lot growing up. So that wasn't like an influence on me at all. Interesting. I would say. Yeah. Who is Joseph Campbell? I don't know who that is. He is an author. He wrote The Power of Myth. I don't know if you remember that from Gilmore Girls. It's like the scene where they're on spring break and mm-hmm. they end up just going back to their room and they watch The Power of Myth on TV instead of like going out. Okay. Yeah. 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 I remember them going back to their room. I did not remember that that was what they had watched. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he was like a mystical and religious writer as far as I'm mm-hmm. aware. Um, he, if you ever hear people talk about the hero's journey, I'm pretty sure that was mm. his concept. Okay. I think. Um, okay. Somebody yeah. fact check us on this and send yeah, us an email. Let me know if way, ro- way off. Yeah. <laughs> it happens a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't like I was in church sometimes when I was little, but wasn't a regular. But okay. because I grew up in a small town, the dynamic was very interesting because a very common question that you get when you're a little in a small town like that is mm-hmm. what church do you go to? Mm, and absolutely. it's like part of people's identity. Totally. And I didn't have an answer to that question. And it felt like I was doing something wrong because I didn't have an answer to the question. So that was like, I had a little bit of complex about that for a little while. Um, Do you remember how you would answer it? I don't. Uh, I just remember like fumbling over it, like not having a good stock answer. Yeah. So I was like a part of FCA in high school and I actually ended up doing some things with like a church group in college for a short period of time, mm-hmm. but quickly decided that was not for me. So yeah, that's my okay. story. And you're sticking to it? Mm-hmm. Okay. How old were you when you started to kind of like form your own opinions about religion and spirituality? I remember, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. I remember reading Siddhartha in high school and like having an experience around that book. I don't even Mm -hmm. remember what it was about, but I remember like feeling a lot because of that book. And then I went on teens camping tour of the West, which is a camping trip to California and back over like a month. That's amazing. It is. It was really cool. Um, It is also like loosely religious, like no talk of the Bible, but definitely like spiritual concepts and things like that. Mm -hmm. So there are a couple of like spiritual moments on that trip for sure. Mm -hmm. And so I always, I guess I considered myself to be spiritual and not religious. Like that would have been my answer at that point in time, like college and later on, if somebody Mm -hmm. had asked me, like, are you religious or whatever? Um, But I don't think I, now looking back on it, like my definition of spirituality for myself now and then is totally different. How would you have described it back then? I think it was just, I said, I was thinking I was spiritual because like, I believed that there was probably something out there happening, but like, I didn't know what it was and I didn't think Mm -hmm. about it ever. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a part of my life really. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I feel like for me, I would agree. Definitely college is when I started to question things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think questioning is bad. Like, I think it's fabulous, actually. Like, I think... I think everybody should question their beliefs. If you're not questioning your beliefs, then, like, you're just following something blindly, which is not safe. Yeah, totally. That's how you end up in a cult, just so you know. (laughs) Call your dad. You're in a cult. (laughs) Um, So, 
Yeah, I remember probably like my freshman year, I would say, because I think at that point, I all of a sudden was like, oh, I don't have to go to church anymore if I don't want to. Like, Mm -hmm. it definitely was like an expectation in my household, very specifically from my dad. Like, he would often give me crap about not if I like didn't go to church that day, he'd be like, okay, well, you're not allowed to come to lunch. Like, what? yeah, he, and I would be like, okay, well, whatever. I'm coming anyway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Third child. I don't care. I'm not yeah. listening to you. <laughs> yeah. But I remember having like two very specific questions that I still hold somewhat true today is one is that there are so many religions in the world. So, mm-hmm. so many. We should look up like how many religions there are just mm-hmm. to get like a ballpark idea. And so how can this one be right? How yeah. how can this one be the right one? How do yeah. how would you possibly know that? And are all the people that are not believing in like Christianity or more specifically maybe like Baptist Christianity, I think that's kind of like how I thought about it then. Are all those people going to hell? Yeah, like, that was my first question and like sh- struggle with the religion as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like then, if I'm right, then all these other people are wrong. And that feels to me that feels I, wrong. Right. That doesn't. Yeah, that can't possibly be true. Right. Like that. And and that doesn't seem to really envelop like what God is supposed to stand for. Mm-hmm. Um, and my second one was it was really hard for me to get past that the reason that I was Christian and went to a Baptist church is because my family did. Oh, so I'm like, oh, if I had grown up in a different family yeah. that had a different religion or if I had grown up in a different country um, that had a more, had a different religion that was like their prominent religion, like I would probably be that, I would believe those other things. So it yeah. felt very circumstantial. Yeah. I, yeah. That's a great reflection. I hadn't ever really, I mean, it's true, but I hadn't ever thought about that growing up. Yeah. So those were the two questions that I got super stuck on. And I was like, it's hard to get past things like that too. When you're like, I did like, I can't make it make sense. (laughs) Right. Someone make it make sense. And like, yeah, I just, I couldn't. And so I think that was the point in my life where I really started to kind of rethink things and um, start to think for myself on this. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. So what are your thoughts on religion, spirituality, faith now? Honestly, this is not something that I think about a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't go to church. I haven't gone to church in, gosh, probably since high school. I've definitely, I've been to some services like randomly and there, there definitely have been some like more progressive, I guess, services that are kind of like non-denominational that I've been to either with a friend or um, with my sister, like over the years, if I've been like visiting somewhere and they've gone to church, I'm like happy to go. And I have enjoyed them. Like I enjoy hearing somebody who's like very well-spoken, like deliver a compelling message. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think when I've done that, sometimes I'll spend a little time after thinking about, oh, well, what do I believe? Um, but it doesn't ever last. So I would consider <laughs> myself a lazy agnostic. Okay. Um, That's fair. I definitely believe that there is something, some higher power that exists. Um, I don't think 
everything that is happening on earth is like totally by accident or that we're here completely alone or (laughs) anything like that necessarily. But I also don't feel any type of like pressure or drive to figure out like what exactly it is than I do believe. Yeah. I think that's a fine place to be. Yeah. I'm just sitting here and I'm, (laughs) yeah, I'm fine with it. (laughs) Um, what about you? Well, I can't wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) So many thoughts. Okay. Well, first of all, we have, okay. I think that Christianity has some like themes and, you know, lessons, especially, I mean, the Bible, some of the stories are like helpful for moral stuff. Yeah, totally. But in general, I would say that I've come to accept that I think that religious institutions can be very harmful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, so we've tried a Unitarian church and it was nice. Like the service was good. Um, Mm -hmm. It's it's somewhere I feel comfortable. I do think, though, that for Seb and I's lifestyle at this current moment, like church is just not something that we want to work into our life. Mm Mm-hmm especially because we are spiritual in other places. So it's, it doesn't seem like a necessity, but I do think there's a lot of value in the community aspect of church. For sure. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that is something that we learned about too. in like my mental health studies about how church and the community that it provides, um, and a strong faith can be like a huge strength in mental health. And when you're going through, something difficult, like it's an excellent, excellent coping tool to utilize, like when something's going on for you. Yeah. I can't remember. I wish I could. Um, I heard Liz Gilbert talk about, cause you know, in like the 12 step programs, like all of them are kind of built on the idea of a higher power. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it is super helpful, but I heard Liz Gilbert talk about like creating your own version of God, like in your brain, just like deciding mm-hmm. what God is to you. That's the other big problem I have with Christianity now that we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. I can't fathom why we would gender divinity. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me that like the divine, like whatever, how a higher power exists would be sure. a man or a woman. Like mm-hmm. it, why would we gender that? It's just right. like special magic. <laughs> Because patriarch. <laughs> I mean, that's the only answer I have. So I don't know. In regards to how I found the things that I believe now, mm-hmm. I actually kind of stumbled upon it on Instagram. Actually, I heard this girl talking about law of attraction. And I was like, this sounds fascinating. And I started learning a little bit more about quantum mechanics, which is like how particles operate on a subatomic level. And which, you know, I guess at first glance probably doesn't make any sense, like, together. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. um, law of attraction is basically the idea that, like, like vibrations attract other like vibrations, which is Mm -hmm. there's a similar concept on a subatomic level. So I thought it was really cool that this, like, spiritual concept of, like, the energy that your body literally emits is what attracts things to you. And like that kind of works out on a a subatomic scale too. I liked the idea that like the science and the spirituality went together, Mm -hmm. at least in my mind. I, from that point, it it was one of those things where I just like, I heard about it and I was like, this feels right to me. Like it feels like Mm -hmm. it's true, at least for me. And that's, that's the other thing about my beliefs is 
I don't necessarily think that anybody needs to believe the same thing as me. And that's important to me. Like, I don't care if you agree with me or not. Anybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think that a lot of these principles are reflected often in like religious cultures as well, because they're in my mind, it's like gravity, like you can't turn off gravity. So it applies the same to me as it does to somebody who's Christian. So I started reading as I do listening to podcasts about all of these things and like, kind of got into I don't know, it's I, I think most people would consider it to be new age. I don't think there's like a one succinct label for the things that I believe, um, which is good and bad sometimes. But Journey of Souls is the book that Seb recommended to you because it is basically a book about a hypnotist who like regresses people back to experiences they've had in past lives, which Mm This book opened both of our eyes to the idea that reincarnation might be a thing. So basically, when it comes down to it, I think that we are souls in a human body, not humans having a spiritual experience. It's kind of the opposite. I think that when we decide to come to Earth to be born, we Mm -hmm. have like certain ideas of things that we want to experience and learn. And our life is like kind of set up to make those things happen. And so when you die, you go back to, I, and this is where I think that like, that maybe my idea of where we go back to and Christian's idea of heaven is like maybe similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe in hell, but uh, I do think that we go back and or your life is kind of like reviewed and there might be other lessons that you need to learn. So your next life is set up in such a way that you learn those things. Yeah. And so just generally, I just feel like we are... Like our life is set up in such a way that we will like be here for a reason and learn the things we're supposed to learn, do the things we're supposed to do in general. And at some point we go back to where we came from and we're little formless beings that are happy all the time, but we don't have cheeseburgers and wine. So (laughs) then can you truly be happy if I mean, (laughs) I think that I honestly think that's why we incarnate on earth so that we can have like physical experiences because Mm -hmm. we don't have them in our original form. (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> i know it's weird it took me like a minute to come around to the idea but it feels correct for me so that's where we're going with also I it's funny because it. i feel like seb has like very very strong opinions about this and sometimes he and i don't even agree on things but i'm like whatever great i would i would love to hear you and seb debate Honestly, I think that a good follow up to this would be for him to come on and talk with us about like our spiritual beliefs, because he really does. He's super into this stuff. And yeah, I think he really likes to try to know exactly like what is happening. And I'm like, I don't really Mm -hmm. care. Like, I feel like I have a general sense of like why we're here. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. That's fine. Yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah. Well, and I think. That's one piece of this that I love is like, you know, in Christianity and maybe and probably a lot of other religions, it's like, well, if you're wrong, then you, then the consequence for that is hell. Right. Yeah. So like the stakes feel really high. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in my scenario, like, you know, if you do something quote unquote wrong and like go against what your life path is intended to be, then you just go back and they say, you know, you failed. Let's try it again. Right. 
And you come back to the art school and try <laughs> to learn the lesson the next time. Yeah. Which I so, love. I love yeah. second this chances. Is, Third yeah. chances? Fourth chances? We're, we're here for it. Um, but this is like, if you ever hear people say like, oh, I think you're an old soul or whatever. Like, I don't... Mm. I think that's kind of cheesy, but the thought behind it, I think, is that you've incarnated enough times that you kind of know what you're doing. Yeah. It's so fascinating. I feel like it, I am like taking it all in. We've absolutely like had conversations about this before, but I don't think we've ever talked about it in a way where I just hear like top to bottom, like give me like an overview of all of it. Yeah. Well, um, I also think that I don't typically talk about this in terms of incarnation. I just think mm-hmm. like that's the structural part. Mm-hmm. But in general, I think that like being a human and like learning to be yourself and like, you know, do the things to light your soul up. I think that's the important part. And that's probably the part that you and I talk about more often. It's like the day to day. How am I a, a soul incarnated in a human body? Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the movie Soul? Did you watch it? I, yes, I think it's so cute. I don't 100% remember, but I do feel like it was like very similar along the lines of like what we believe, which I was like, this is really cool to see this. Yeah. You know, animated this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing too is like, as humans, we still have free will. So like we have the ability to do things differently than maybe our like higher selves want them to mm-hmm. be done. Sure. Um, and I think honestly... Like this is where kind of that spiritual connection is important or, you know, not, not even important, just like helpful if you want to like believe this the way that I do, because if you are in a situation where you're not connected to whatever's up there, like whatever is our higher power, which Mm -hmm. I don't even really, I I use the term the universe, but like, I don't, I don't care what it is. Right. If you're not connected, then you're making all these choices out of your human human body and like that free will piece is really important because you're just like making whatever decisions you want but i think that spiritual connection piece kind of allows your life to maybe unfold in the way that it was designated before you came here like things work out i guess a little more smoothly that way but you always have the choice in my opinion do you feel like there is a point where you're being reaches like some specific goal or some level or whatever the right term is that then you've kind of like completed like what you were put on earth to do? I think probably there's like big themes that you can quote unquote complete, but I don't think Mm -hmm. that you run out of like things that will help your soul evolve. So like, I don't think that you just like do what you came here to do and then you die. I think that human experience is the valuable part of being here. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just think that there's like a lot of little tiny orchestration that happens by the universe to like get you to where you need to go and learn. And 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 honestly, like, I think probably what I've conveyed to you multiple times and probably on the podcast too, is I just believe that things work out the way they're supposed to. And like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of the underlying theme here is like, the universe is in our favor and, you know, things might be hard, but they'll work out. Mm-hmm. Which really is such like a calming, like freeing place to be, mm-hmm. which I feel like is like a, a pillar of religion. Yeah. Yeah, for in sure. General. Yeah. Um, and uh, one thing that I really have 
It's been an interesting side effect of this whole thing as I don't really have like a huge fear of dying because I Mm -hmm. just feel like that's going home. Mm -hmm. And so like when we were actually when we were having our bittersweet discussion, like the longing for more, I think that is like, I know that I'm not from here. And like, I have things to do. And like that longing is my my personal longing. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I'm hearing in you talking about this is that you believe in eternal growth. Yeah, you're totally right. That is true. That is that is so true. Wow. I've never thought about it like that. Um, which is beautiful. I love that. Yeah, it suits me. And I like it's mm-hmm. I feel like spirituality in general has just improved my life like tenfold. So I'm happy about it. And it's just nice to not need anybody to agree with me. <laughs> It really is. And I think, too, the other thing that I was thinking about when you were talking is, like, this is, like, lighthearted. Like, this is the podcast. Like, these yeah. conversations of mm-hmm. even if you don't agree about, you know, exactly the ins and outs of all this or whatever, like, our hearts are in the same place. Yeah, for sure. And the other thing, too, is... While I, you know, I think that religion can be very problematic and, you know, there's many reasons for that. I can see why religion would might be important to another person's growth, like Mm -hmm. another soul. It might be very important for them to be religious. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't step on that. It's just what they need. Yeah. So. Have you and Seb talked about raising your kiddos in terms of the spirituality and religious piece. Like I know that y'all are going to human design the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Which I can't wait for. I'm so excited to find out like what their, what their human design chart says. I'm stoked. Same. Um, But yeah, have y'all talked about it? I, we haven't talked about it like at length, Um, Mm -hmm. but he, he knows that I am pretty, I, I want to make sure that our children are able to think for themselves. I don't want Mm -hmm. them to assume our beliefs. So I I think that we'll probably just operate the same way we operate now. Like, you know, spirituality comes up in our our conversations pretty frequently, maybe not daily, Mm -hmm. but like close. Yeah. So like, I, I think those conversations will still happen. And I would like to frame it to our kids of like, this is what we believe. And there are many other beliefs out there. And I will encourage them to like, look into that themselves. If they want to go to church, I will take them to church. That is not a problem for me. Yeah. But funny story. When Seb and I first got pregnant, I we were having the conversation about like, okay, well, what if our children are like, very different than us? Like we have to be mm-hmm. prepared for that. Yeah. And accepting of it, in my opinion. Um, But I was like, okay, well, to him, he's much more anti-religion than I am. He's not good about church. Like, it's it's a struggle for him. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what are you going to do if our kid wants to be really religious, wants to go to church? And he was like, nope, can't do it. (laughs) Okay, that crosses the line for me. I guess... That'll be my job if, if we get there. We'll like cross that line when we get to it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just really funny. That is funny. It's like I, I can like, handle anything else. But yeah. <laughs> if they're religious, I can't do it. Yeah. We got to get him on here. Yeah. How do you think you would answer the question, what is God? 
everything. I think okay. that there's a little bit of divinity in everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. One time someone, I went on a date with a guy who was a pastor. Uh-huh. Um, and we were talking about religion and he explained it as God is love. And yeah, like, same thing. Everything. Yeah. And like it was and I was like, wow, that feels good. Like that is something I can I can get behind. Get behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I feel like most people and religions agree on that. Um mm-hmm. one place that I feel like when when I say like d- there's a little divinity even in everything, I think that there are many people in the, the spiritual community that I'm a part of that would say because of that, I am a little piece of God. And I think that mm-hmm. like religion can have a little bit of a problem with that. Yeah. So yeah. That there's only it's like, just a different interpretation though. It's the same principle, yeah. just a different interpretation. Yeah. So fascinating. I am actually mad at us a little bit that we waited this long to record this episode because this is so interesting. I mean, this was 1000% my fault though, because, because. <laughs> well, I'm mad at you. You can be just mad kidding. at me. I'm not, I'm I'm not upset about I'm that. I'm just um, kidding. I would never be. You can't even be a little bit mad at me. It's so funny. <laughs> I can't even pretend. <laughs> um, because this concept for a long time was really hard for me to talk about because of my religious upbringing and like. Mm-hmm my fear of judgment of other people. I just like was not prepared to talk about it, but now I feel like, I don't know. It's fine. If you don't agree with me and I don't know, I just stopped caring about it for some reason, but yeah, I like a year ago, I don't even think I could have done this. Also Mm -hmm. there are like, there's a lot more that I think it's just hard to like be succinct with it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like maybe we should do some future episodes on like more, like, like niche specific concepts yeah because yes, there's like of religion this one thing that i've been learning a little bit about is the concept of like different timelines and the, the idea mm-hmm. that there are different timelines available to us which is really cool so yeah there's a lot of different stuff i love it all right well we would absolutely love to hear your thoughts on this um or if you have a totally different religion that we didn't talk about and with it want to come on and talk about that, we would love to have you as a guest. So send us an email at likeheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And follow along on Instagram at likeheartedpod. Talk to you soon. Bye.